Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose. Hey sis, have you downloaded the Prescription for Purpose mobile app? It is the number one resource for women of faith who are looking to build their faith and walk in purpose. This is not your ordinary app. There are so many great features from Bible studies to devotionals, practical resources, study tools, and flashcards for every verse in the Bible so you can truly study God's word. You can even get your own devotionals, prayers, and Bible studies featured right on the app to share with everyone in the community. My favorite part of the app is the community. There's so many women who are a part of this app that are truly just in love with God and we want to build a life that is pleasing to him. So if you are looking to partner with us to pursue your purpose, head over to the Apple App Store or to the Google Play App Store and download the Prescription for Purpose app today for free. That's RX for Purpose. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I'm super excited because we are continuing with the fire interviews all month long. This week, we are starting our interview with Raven Hoquette, and it's entitled How to Live Supernaturally Paid. This conversation is so necessary when we talk about being believers and being women of faith in regards to our finances. I promise y'all, we talk about all of the things, and it is just so amazing to hear how God provides in every situation. So I just pray that y'all enjoy part one of this interview. It is super dope. Make sure you follow Raven on everything. Check out her podcast, Supernaturally Paid, on your favorite streaming platform. And go and check her out on Instagram. Do all of the things because she gave, okay, in this interview. So without further ado, let's hop right into it. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. We have one of my favorite people here, okay? This is my cousin in, okay. in the heavens. 
<laughs> this is my cousin, okay? Like, this is my cousin. Um, and her name is Raven Hoquette. She is the host of the Supernaturally Paid podcast. Y'all, Raven do all the things, okay? She designs luxury handbags. She teaches moms how to make passive income so they can be moms and still live fruitful lives. And she's a whole wife and a mom. She was just telling me that she has a program where she um, is every single day, y'all teaching the word of God. It, it's it's giving, she's in her bag and in her purpose. That's all I'm saying. So I'm so happy to have you here, Raven. I am just so excited because I know this is about to be fire. Okay. I know it's about to be fire. So can you introduce yourself to the people? And then I'm ready because this, this is about to be good. We talking about money. So <laughs> Well, I'm not going to be long because I know that this is getting ready to be a fire podcast episode, but I'm just, I'm so excited to be here. Um, like Dr. Charlotte said, I'm doing all the things because God is calling me to do all the things. Um, but I, I always get excited to talk about the subjects of money because I feel like people just really overcomplicate money and having it and what to do with it and all these other things. But if you just like surrender your money to God, like that's the biggest message that I really want to get out to the world. If you just surrender your finances over to God, he will bless you astronomically. So I'm excited to just kind of get into that on the podcast as I share my story. And I'm excited to share it from really a place of all angles financially. You know, I've been at a place where I didn't have any money. I've been at a place where I had money, but it felt like it was just enough to barely get by. And then I've been at places where I've had a ton of money and then didn't have a ton of money, you know? So it's it's just a lot of different places, I guess, in the journey that I've been financially. So I feel like I understand the person that's listening to this and is feeling like, when am I going to get my big break? And then I also understand the person that's listen, listening to this and maybe you're at multi six figures or seven figures plus, and you're just trying to make sure that you're able to hold on to it all. So- that's a little bit, I guess, about my experience. Um, what I actually do, like Charlotte said, is all the things. I have a luxury handbag company, which has always been a dream of mine. So I'm so grateful that it's something that God has enabled me to do. My company is called Andi. I have a ministry called Supernaturally Paid, where we basically help people overcome their anxiety with money and their stress with money. And we teach them how to really fully trust God with their finances. Of course, Supernaturally Paid is a podcast. It's an event. Um, it's also different stationary resources for Christian entrepreneurs. We have planners. We have something called the Paid Box. Um, so it's it's literally a, a ton of things that God is having me do with this ministry. It's giving mogul. It's giving <laughs> icon. That's all. I'm, I'm just like, girl, yes, Lord, you better use this. Thank you. <laughs> So what does it mean for the person who doesn't know what it means? What does it mean to be supernaturally paid? Like when we when we hear that, um, especially because let me tell y'all one thing about me and Raven, we don't play this new age stuff. OK, no, we, we do not know. So what does it mean to be supernaturally paid? Yeah. So, I mean, it's really very simple. When you say that you're supernaturally paid, you are literally saying that it is God who increases me. It's God who provides for me. It's God who blesses me financially. And you're also saying that you trust God completely with your money. So I always love to use the example and say, if, if I have $10 million that's sitting in my bank account right now, 
and God tells me to go and buy a building for $9.9 million, the average person is going to look at that like, hold on, that's all my money. That's all the money that I've been working so hard to get. But for me, because I'm supernaturally paid, I trust everything that God tells me to do with my money. I don't flinch if God tells me to invest in a coaching program that's $25,000 and pay it in full. I don't flinch if he tells me to buy an investment property in a city that I've never been to. I don't flinch if my husband comes to me and says, babe, God told me to do this, you know, with the money. And it's something that seems crazy to me. Like I trust that because God pays me because I'm supernaturally paid that he literally has my very best interest financially. So I think what I want people to understand is that being supernaturally paid is not just a statement and something you say, it is very much an action. Like your actions prove that you're supernaturally paid. I'm tithing constantly proving that I'm supernaturally paid. I'm sewing constantly proving that I'm supernaturally paid. I'm making the moves that God tells me to make showing him, listen, I know that you're going to pay this. I know that you got this covered. I know that you're going to make a way for me. That's what that means. I love that. And I love too, because a lot of times there's sometimes in our Christian culture where we love to talk, like we love to quote the, the word, but we don't like to do the work. Yep. And one thing that I feel like I, in our rebranding, in our focus here is like, no, obedient strategic execution is what you have to have. Like mm -hmm. God can give you the word, but if you don't go out and do the stuff, then you are wasting everybody's time. And then we will shift blame to God and our circumstances and everything else instead of just being obedient. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I found as I was preparing for our interview was that a lot of the conversation around finances is fear, like fear of losing my life savings, fear of never getting out of debt, fear of feeling like a burden. Like it was just so many fears that were listed. Um, how important is it to overcome fear in order for us to live lives that are supernaturally paid? I mean, if you allow fear with money to dictate your decisions, you will never experience the fullness of what God has for you. It's, it's that simple. And, you know, I know people don't like to hear that because it's so straightforward. And it's just like, what you mean telling me I'm not going to experience the fullness? But the Bible tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear. And I think sometimes we look at that things like that or we look at that scripture and we think that that only applies to things like I'm not scared of heights. Or, you know, I'm not scared of water and to go to learn how to swim or I'm not, you know, we think about these things that typically a lot of people are, are afraid of. But I think that money is something that so many people have a fear with, but we mask it with other things. We mask it with saying that it's financial literacy. And don't get me wrong. Financial literacy is a real thing um, and it's important. Right. But I think that when you are a slave to your budget. When your budget has become an idol, when your budget is above what God tells you to do, when you if, if you have budgeted five thousand dollars, you know, for to save this month or something like that. And then God comes to you and says, I need you to invest, you know, forty five hundred dollars into this. Some of y'all wouldn't do it because you'll be like, God, that's out of my budget. God didn't ask you about your budget. That investment that he's telling you to invest it could come back to you tenfold in the next 30 days. I've seen God's hand with literally doing this. So I feel like 
we need to address that fear that we try to mask as, oh, I'm on a budget or, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have it. I always tell people I don't live by these worldly rules. Um, yeah. And I don't live by these worldly rules because I serve a God that breaks the protocol for me. Yes. Um, literally just yesterday, or I'm sorry, a few days ago, God told me to apply for capital. And I was like, I, I don't need it though. I don't like, I was so confused. Like what is going on? Like, but it was confusing because he told me to apply to a company that denied me before. And this was a, a company that when they d- denied me, it was definitely at a time that I needed it. And I was shocked that they denied me because I'm just like, dang, like, you know, my income is cool. This is cool. Like, what's why did they deny me? But they denied me. You know, I moved on whatever it was at the time. I don't even remember that I needed it for, you know, God made a way. So I totally forgot about it. So when he tells me to apply for this company, I'm just like, but I ask no questions. And that's how you got to be when you're really fearless mm-hmm. about that stuff. I wasn't thinking the way people would think in the world. Like, but if I if I apply, they're going to run my credit. What if they deny me? That's going to be an inquiry. None of that stuff mm-hmm. crossed my mind. All right. that crossed my mind is my father told me to do this. So I need to be obedient and I need to do it. So I apply for the capital. They tell me that it's going to be like, one to two days until I hear back. So I didn't realize that when I applied for the capital, I used um, an email address that doesn't come to my phone. So kid you not, I completely forgot about this. Like mm-hmm. out, of, out of mind, like because I didn't necessarily like know that I needed it for something in my mind, I'm just like, they already denied me before. Like, I don't know why God is saying to do this, but I'm gonna just do it. And like, to me, it was like, I'm just doing it just so I could be obedient. And that's it. So I get a text message yesterday talking about your capital, um, your capital account. So I was like, what is, what, like what account? Like, so I'm thinking I'm being scammed or something. So I'm like, I'm not going to click this link. Like I'm not about to do nothing. So I go and I log in from my laptop and I see that they approved me for capital. Not only did they approve me for capital, but they approved me for capital six times the amount that I asked for. Like, I mean, excuse me, only God can break that type of protocol. This is a company, like I said, don't miss this, that denied me before. Like, and not just denied me before, like denied me like less than a year ago, like a recent denial, right? But came through and approved me and approved me for this amount that I'm just like, what? And now I'm looking back on it. And I'm like, dang, I told God that it was something that I needed to do. It was funds that I needed for something. And he literally provided for me in this particular way. So you have to move when God says to move. That's absolutely what it means when you are being fearless. So in a lot of what you've been saying and what I've been hearing is that you don't second guess and you don't have any, like it's this willingness to be obedient above all else, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that comes from you knowing and having a personal relationship with God. Like, you know that because God is who he is in your Mm -hmm. life, that you will never know any lack. And I think that a lot of times our fear and the fear that we have, even as people who say that they're believers, we Mm -hmm. struggle because we don't really know God and his word. How important is it for us to have that relationship when it comes to um, our money? Mm -hmm. I mean, I always tell people, 
the very first step to being supernaturally paid is you have to know what the Bible says about money. And that's important because if you don't know what the Bible says about money, it's going to be very hard to believe that God can exceed the expectations that you have regarding money. I believe that because I know what Ephesians says in 310. You know, I know for a fact and believe that God will supply all of my needs because I know what it says in Philippians 4. So it starts there. You know, when you don't have that foundation, when you're not filling yourself up and feasting on the word, that leaves room for the enemy to come in and tell you all type of lies. You know, when you imagine not knowing something like, let's say if I'm going to use a recipe, for example, let's say it's something that you've just never made before. You have maybe you never even tasted it. You don't know anything about this particular dish. If I come to you and I say, sis, this is how you make this dish. You're going to believe me and listen to me and make it like that because you just don't even know what to go off of. Whereas though, yeah. if you didn't had an auntie that made this before, a grandma that made this before, and you you have some sort of like knowledge of it, you're going to be like, hold on, like mayonnaise don't go in macaroni and cheese. Wait a minute. Like this don't go like this. Like you're going to know, you know, to yeah. say these things. And it's important to have that foundation because when the enemy tries to whisper lies in your ear, which he will, you will know yeah. how to fight back and say, this is a lie. Because that's not what it says in Jeremiah 29, 11. That's not what it says in Ephesians 3, 10. That's not what it says in Philippians 4 and 19. That's not what it says in all these different places in the Bible. So, I mean, that's really the foundation of it. And then I think also, like, you have to have, like, just this boldness in the way that you trust God. <laughs> like, God, I know you're not about to play about me. And I know you don't play about me because you said in your word that, you don't even sleep when it comes to me. But imagine yeah. somebody that don't know that word, that ain't never been in, in Psalms 121. And we are too comfortable with tattooing scriptures on ourselves and it, putting it real cute at the end of a caption. Like, this is why you don't need to just read the Bible. You need to just, you need to study it. Like when I'm studying the word of God and it's so powerful because sometimes like what it means to me, like that particular scripture could be totally different depending on what I'm going through in yeah. my life. You know, Ephesians 3.10 might not mean the same thing to me when I'm making seven figures that it meant to me when I didn't have no money, you know? Yeah. So it's like really going through all the different motions to, to study the Bible, repeating it to yourself, reading it, and then sitting in silence to see what God wants to tell you about it. Like really just like letting the scriptures marinate, writing them down, putting them on cards so that if you are like out and about during the day and the devil is trying to attack you about your finances, you can pull out that card with that scripture on it and remind yourself, you know, it's it's extremely important that we do that. I love that. And I love that you talk about um, the importance of not just reading, but studying. And I'm so grateful because I feel like this is a point that I say 50 million 11 times on this show is that biblical illiteracy is killing us as believers in every yeah. aspect. Hey sis, I want to tell you about our new prescription for purpose quiz. This quiz takes less than three minutes to complete. And when you finish, you will receive your official purpose prescription. Your prescription will include information about your diagnoses, and then you get free courses to help you take the necessary steps to start walking in purpose. The 
quiz is customized to help you in your current season. Do not spend another day without the clarity and instruction that you need. Go right now to the link in the show notes, take the quiz and get your official purpose prescription today. Now let's get back to the show. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Because in Hosea 4 and 6, when it talks about my people perish for lack of knowledge, doesn't necessarily mean that we don't know things. Because we can quote these scriptures. But there was a translation, I think it's the NLT, that says my people perish because they don't know me. Mm-hmm. And if there's a level of personal experience that we have and that we have to have with God in order for us to have this level of confidence. Mm-hmm. And even as you were speaking about the um, about us having a boldness in our faith. It reminded me in James 1 where it talks about that when you ask God for wisdom, he'll give it to you without rebuke, but your faith has to be in him alone. If you're placing your faith somewhere else, you are double-minded and you will get nothing. I mean, Mm -hmm. he said what he said. Yeah. Right. And so I think I love that you brought that up and I love that you brought up studying scripture. And I think it's important too, that we talk about biblical accuracy, right? Mm -hmm. Like we talk about like rightly dividing the word and reading it for yourself because one scripture that people love to bring up when we talk about finances is first Timothy six and 10. And so people will try to shame people of faith and say that like, we shouldn't work. We shouldn't be um, talking about or having a conversation about money, Mm -hmm. but the Bible does not say that money is the root of all Exactly. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. Okay. Can you touch on that a little bit? I mean, you taking me to church with this one because <laughs> I love talking about that because people love to say that, you know, and for mm-hmm. a lot of us, um, depending on how we grew up, that was something that was kind of said to us as children. I know it was said to me as a child, like, mm-hmm. oh, people that make a certain amount of money, they, they're devil worshipers and they do this and, you know, money brings evil. And so for me growing up, it was just like, dang, like people saying that money brings evil, but I'm looking at us not really having a lot of money. I'm looking at the evil around me when I see drug addicts walk up and down the street and see the environment, like Mm -hmm. I'm seeing what I'm lacking because of what we don't have, you know, financially. So 
I had to study it for myself. And that's why, like, I mean, no shade to the people that, oh, I'm living off my grandmother's prayers. I don't do that. And I don't do that. And I have praying grandmothers. Okay. Yeah. My, my grandmother that's still here will, at 96 years old, will, will pray down. But I can't, I want to know God for myself. Yeah. Not know God and know what the word says through what my grandmother said, what my mother said, my sister mm -hmm. said, my brother said, my uncle said. Like, no, I want to know the word of God for myself so that I can see how it applies to my life. And I think yeah. it's just, it's too many people taking what other people say and yeah. saying that this is what the Bible says. And it was not, it was not until I really started to open up my Bible and study it that I realized that it didn't actually say money is the root of all. Like, I didn't yeah. even know that until my 20s. So imagine if you walking around for 20 years saying that money is the root of all evil because you don't know that the scripture says the love of money, you yeah. know, is the root of all evil. And I think that we got to really make sure that we're in line mm -hmm. when it comes to that scripture, because a lot of us have made success be an idol. Um, yes. And I feel like I can say that from experience because that was something that I was doing years ago unknowingly before yeah. I was saved, constantly chasing the next big accomplishment, but never opening up my Bible, never, you know, studying, never like doing the things that I knew that God wanted me to do. Like yeah. you make success an idol when you put it above God. You're making yes. success an idol when you're willing to dabble in witchcraft and all these new age things that so mm -hmm. many people are willing to do. You, I can tell you right now, if you wake up and you talk to money before you talk to God, waking up talking about how your money flows to you and all of this and that, you have made money an idol because it is that important to you that it is the first thing that's on your mind when you wake up in the morning. And I think that, you know, we got to check this because we are really in sin when we do that. You know, the scripture tells us that God is a jealous God. It also yeah. tells us that we cannot serve two masters. So imagine if money is out here dictating your life telling you yep. what to do, dictating all of your decisions and, you know, things like that, like it will get you in some stuff. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I didn't been in some scenarios that I should not have been in. And it's been solely out of the love of money, investing in things that I'm investing in it because it's saying that it's going to make me a lot of money, but I'm not looking to God to see what he thinks about this. All I'm thinking about is what this can make me. So I need to hurry up and I need to do this. Being yeah. friends with people that you know is not good people, but you're friends with them because of the amount of money that they make or being in relationships. I'm going to go there, ladies. Being Come in on. relationship with a guy that you're in this relationship with him because he made this amount of money, but God then showed you a flag redder than the devil. Like, Come on, you're trying to call it the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, is that the blood? No, baby, it's a red flag. <laughs> it's like you already know that this is wrong, but your love of money has you in such a chokehold that money dictates every single decision that you make. You know, I remember going through a tough time uh, financially, and it was odd because God had told me to shut down my coaching business. So I'm just mm -hmm. like, what? But you told me to do, you know, it's, I could still be over here making this money, but it's kind of tight because this is what you told me, you know, to do. And I remember being in that season and feeling like, excuse me, like who, what, like, how did I get here? You know, what's going on? And it was a tough time all around because we had just moved to Dallas. So not only did God tell me to shut down, 
down my business. My husband's kind of was just like had to shut it down because he had an in-person business. So yeah. we had just relocated to, you know, halfway across the country. So shut down the businesses. Things are really tight. And I remember one night my husband said to me, like, you know, what if God has taken us through this Job season just to see how we going to act, just to see if we're going to complain every day, just to see if every day we're going to be like, dang, God, how come you ain't do this for me yet? Or what's going on with this? And it really hit me like that. I've been complaining about this every day. Like, mm -hmm. I've been extra emotional about this every day. Yeah. But what if God is doing this to show me how to put him first? What yeah. if he's doing this to, to see if God is still going to be good, you know, to me mm -hmm. with the finances? And I always say that, like, it's easy for people to get on stages when they making all this money and talk about I'm blessed, I'm this, I'm that. It's been times that God has called me to do things and I am flat out upset because it's like, God, you want me to come and pray for these people and I need somebody to pray for me. You want me to, mm -hmm. to lay hands on people and I need somebody to lay hands on me. But that's when you know that it is above money. You know, it's not about like, I was just telling people at my Supernaturally Paid conference. That's probably like the seventh conference that I've done across the board. Like I've been doing um, events since like 2013, but like big multi-day conferences, I've been doing those since 2016. And let me just tell y'all, if you've never had a conference before, it costs a lot of money. I'm just mm -hmm. telling you that. Like, I mean, it'd be very much given five figures unless you having it in somebody's alley or something like that. But if you're talking about hotels and minimums and room blocks, all of that stuff costs a pretty penny. Yeah. So when he told me to do this Supernaturally Paid conference that I did this past December, I didn't want to do it. I'm going to tell y'all. And I didn't want to do it because I felt like me and my family is good financially. I'm not going to start this conference stuff again. Like, I'm not about to go to my husband and be like, babe, I got to put 10000 into this. And are you okay with it? Like, I'm not trying to do that. We over here living good, minding our business. People, computers work very great. Can we just do this virtually? Like, what's up? I did not want to do it. Then when God said do it in December, excuse me, you want oh, me to time. when it's like not the peak conference time, you want me to do it right before the holidays. Like nobody is going to show up to this. This is all what the enemy is trying to put in my mind, trying to tell me that basically, you know, nobody is getting ready to show up for this conference. So it was hard, but that was the very first conference I've ever had that's been profitable. So this is almost seven years of doing something and you're just seeing a profit. Now, mm -hmm. granted, my past conferences have been profitable way on the back end where people are signed up for stuff and all of that. But on the front end, uh, -uh. like you ain't getting a profit until days later, weeks later. You got to front that 10,000. I've had conferences that have cost me $28,000 out of pocket. Like I'm talking about expensive, expensive. Yeah. And imagine me saying, God, I'm not going to do this because of the money. I'm not going to do this because of no, like God wants to really see, do you trust me? Do you believe that I will provide for you? Because in the midst of not making money off of those conferences, my lights was never turned off. Yeah. There, it was always a roof that was over my head. And I didn't told y'all I started these conferences in 2016. This is before I was married. So this was when just my income, you know, I, I don't have no husband to be like, I don't got it. <laughs> Do you got it? I can't like, no, it's like God was sustaining me this entire time, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that 
you got to ask yourself, especially when you say, I want to be supernaturally paid. I aspire to think that way about money. Don't forget to ask yourself, am I really willing to basically bet it all on God? Because that's what you have to do. I love that. There's so much that I want to unpack. Even when you were talking about um, with the love of money, investing in things that mm -hmm. look like they're going to be profitable. Do you remember this pandemic that we had of people doing the susus? Oh, girl. I got so <laughs> many calls about that. And I'm like, like I'm like, y'all, this don't even make this. The math ain't mathic. The math isn't mathic. And so when you, when we live, for the love of money, we will do things that we know don't make no good sense. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like, we know, we it know make this don't make no good sense. <laughs> like, we know it don't make sense. And we know that it's not something that God wants us to do. Yeah. We are so easily influenced when God is not con in control, you know, of our finances. And we'll literally do anything out of desperation. And that's mm -hmm. the thing, like, God's word says, I don't have to be anxious for anything. I don't yeah. have to panic. I don't got to borrow against my house. I don't got to do, unless God tells me to, I don't yeah. need to do these things out of panic. And I think that we need to get in a, in a place. And this is another thing that I talk about all the time, but like some of us literally like to just look at money in our bank account. Like, let me log, let me go on here, Chase Bank, this bank, see what they got. Like, we just like to look at it sitting in our account because it just makes us feel good. But let me tell y'all, I am employed by the kingdom of God because I am employed by the kingdom of God. If God is giving me money, it's something that I have to do with it. Yes. Sometimes that stuff is put this into our IRAs and our retirement investment accounts and put this into our son's investment. Like, yes, sometimes it's practical things like that, but there's a lot of times that it's like, oh, go and spend $10,000 on this. Go and do this. Go and hire. Like, it's things that I don't even be wanting to do. Mm -hmm. But I cannot get in this place where if I have seven figures sitting in my account, that that seven figures just starts to control me. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, let me sit, look at it. It looks pretty. Like, uh, think about with, I'm a, since I just talked about retirement accounts, I'm going to use an investment account as an example. If you put $1,000 in a brokerage account right now and you don't do anything with it, you never take the risk to jump into any stocks, any ETFs. Guess what's going to happen when you log into that account in 10 years, 20 years? You will miss out on so much compound interest because you never made a move. You will not see a true harvest, a true return on that investment until you make a move with that money and say, let me go and get this ETF. Let me yeah. go and get this stock. I'm mean, this uh stock. Let me go and do that. Like you're not going to see anything until you basically do that. And I look at my regular accounts the same way with the money that God has given me. Okay, how are we about to flip this? What are we going to do? Like, is it sometimes that He says, you know, just leave this there? Yes, but yeah. I listen to everything that He tells me to do financially, even if it does not make any sense to me in the moment. When I get off this yeah. call. I'm literally about to write down that amount that he just released to me with that capital and ask him to tell me exactly where that goes. And he might not tell me right now where the full amount is supposed to go. It might be like, okay, just take out a thousand and do that and put that here. Then I'm going to be waiting. 
for whatever he wants me to do with the remaining balance. Like you have to let God instruct you. Like I'm telling you, God is the ultimate financial advisor. Like seriously, like, I mean, seriously, like God knows all of that stuff. Like I also want to recommend a book to you guys. It's called Supernatural Finances. Um, I think the author is like Kevin, uh, I cannot pronounce his last name. I think it's Zadai, but he has a powerful story in there about how he had all his money invested into the stock market, like most people do. And out of nowhere, this lady appeared, like this is a real story in this book. I'm telling y'all, this lady appeared and told him God wants him to take all his money out of the stock market. So he said, he looked back like two seconds later, nobody was there. Like he was like, what? Like who? Like what is going on? But he listened. He was obedient and took his money out. He took his money out before one of the biggest market crashes ever. Like literally lost nothing because he was obedient and took his money out because God said to take his money, take the money out of the account. He has a, well, I ain't, ain't going to tell the other story because it's too good. I'm going to just tell y'all, go, go ahead and, you know, get the get book. The book. But, you know, when you see God's hand like that in other people's lives and other people's finances, you have no choice but to believe like, dang, like God really is something like God will really provide for me exceedingly yeah. and abundantly beyond anything that I could do for myself. And that's where we want to be with money. You know, that's how we want to think about it when it comes to our finances. I love that. I have a story similar to that where my husband, he does real estate mm -hmm. and whenever he gets a check, um, like a commission check before he does anything with it at all, he prays about it. This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online membership community for women who want to grow in both their faith and in their business. It's hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. This membership community literally has everything that you need. We do free challenges once a quarter. And our last challenge at the end of the year, people were getting saved. People were getting jobs, growing in their faith. I mean, it is just such a rich place to be. I absolutely love hosting the society because I get to teach Bible study every two weeks. Kavaya writes daily devotionals. We have prayer call every week. Tatum does business training and Rosalind makes sure that we are on our toes mentally and we're able to effectively be productive in every aspect of our life. I promise that you will not regret taking advantage of being a part of this community. Head on over to the blessed and bossed up society.com to start your free two week trial. That's blessed and bossed up society society.com to start your two week free trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member for $90 more. I can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more. You'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness. You'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.